And welcome to Stride and Saunter, episode 174. I'm Kip Clark. And I'm Morgan Jaffe. And today we're going to be beginning a series I'm especially excited for that I'm calling Between These Eyes of Ink, which is a reference to quotation marks. And the series will look at quotations, at first starting from a book of quotations that I really love, but I think as a culture, we look to quotations as pillars or capsules of wisdom, if you will, and we may disagree with them, but often they make interesting, if controversial, observations about human nature, our shared humanity, and other aspects of life and what it means to exist. So I warn you ahead of time, these conversations may be abstract, but they're intended to spark some thought in you, which has always been the goal with Stride and Saunter. So without further ado, our first episode of this series, looking at the following quotation. The longer we live, the more we find we are like other persons. Oliver Wendell Holmes, Sr. And Morgan, the first thing that calls out to me in this quotation is the almost exponential or infinite imagery it conjures because it doesn't set any parameters. It doesn't say when you're young, you will not find this or when you're old, you absolutely will simply the longer you continue. And I think that's such an exciting idea because it almost implies that for every day you wake up and live your life, the more this will be true. And to me, what's so encouraging there is that I want this to be true. I really want to find more similarities that link me to other people because I do have, admittedly, in a biased sense, a belief that we are all connected in many ways. And I think culture and other constructions often obscure that perception for many of us. But I do have a fundamental belief in a shared humanity and a unity there. And so admittedly, I think this quotation is in agreement with my bias, which might be one of the reasons that I really enjoy it. But of course, I'd love to see where your mind went after you first read this. So my first reaction to this quote, the longer we live, the more we find we are like other persons, it immediately made me think of my parents. It made me think, the longer I live, the more am I going to find that I'm like them? Then again, in some ways, I think I've already come to that realization that I am very much like my parents. But also, this quote doesn't need to necessarily be about family, friends, partners. It could also be about society as a whole, whether it's American society and culture, but also looking to other societies and cultures. Because what does this quote mean by persons? Does it mean we become more like our friends, our partners, our parents? Or does it want us to look outside of our lives and who we interact with every day? Persons is also a word I picked up on because I think most of us would substitute people instead of persons. But to me, persons speaks to individuals rather than entire communities or demographics of people. This quotation could be used to argue that an American, as an individual, may live a long life and gradually find they are like British people, and French people, and Russian people, and Brazilian people, etc. But I think that what Holmes is getting at is not really about culture or larger group identities, but in fact, given his use of the word persons, true individuals and the qualities, aspirations, and maybe even struggles that all individuals go through. Because that's something that was conjured for me in this quotation. The idea that to find things that are alike between individuals, there must be something shared there. 
And while we don't all have shared qualities, say hair color, skin color, height, or other differentiating factors, all of us, if not many of us, experience and seek out love, hardship, loss, growth, the discomforts and awkward moments of adolescence, and ultimately a confrontation with our own mortality, both on an individual and communal level. And so I think individuality is really central in this quotation and the philosophy behind it. The quote almost implies that you only gain knowledge with time because it's the longer we live. It's focusing on age, this idea that wisdom only comes with age. Do we need more time to find we are like other persons? Isn't that something you can also learn from a very young age? That there are differences, whether that's race or religion or gender or whatever the case may be, but that we can learn from those differences early on. I would like to think that's a lesson we can learn earlier rather than later in our lives. You make a really great point, and someday I'd love to make an episode on the idiom wise beyond your years, which I think gets at a very similar phenomenon, one that I tend to disagree with because as far as finding similarities and a likeness in other people, I've often observed that children are so beautifully aware of a shared humanity, whether it's in playtime, new friendships, or other interactions. And I would argue that as we get older, we construct or find differences, which is not to say there's anything wrong with varied or different cultures, beliefs, and ideas. In fact, I think they enrich humanity as a whole. But I do think a downside to the ideological diversity of our species is that many of us can lose track of the shared similarities this quotation alludes to. It also doesn't talk about how we live. It says the longer we live, but there are plenty of cruel people who live for a long time, just as there are plenty of individuals who are introverted or extroverted who live for many decades. Does this quotation imply that for all of these people and others that I haven't mentioned, we will all find likeness in the people or persons we get to know? And that's an interesting point to bring up. Does it matter how we've lived? Does it need to be living with kindness or thinking of others? Is it okay if we're selfish and we're only thinking of ourselves? You're right. The quote only says the longer we live. It doesn't specify what that has to look like. Depending on how you're living, are you going to find more in common with others? And it also brings to the question, who gets to see old age? Who's reaching the older age in order to find those similarities? I think there are a lot of phrases that exist. Phrases like, you'll understand when you're older, or only the good die young, or will we live to tell the tale? I feel like all these lines kind of allude to an idea that we can only gain wisdom once we have reached a certain age. And depending on how we live, we will or will not reach that age. I think it also begs the question, can a young person be wise? And I believe the answer is yes. But maybe that's also because I hate when people say to me, you'll understand when you're older. Because I feel like by the time I catch up to that person, say I was 25 and they were 30. By the time I reach 30, will they now be saying, well, you'll understand when you're older. And by that, then mean 35. Who gets to be at that the longer we live end of life? And what are they like in order to be like other persons? That's a really important question to bring up because I would argue there are many, often less desirable traits that are socially controversial but personally beneficial. As one example, let's say you've accrued a great deal of wealth and you refuse to donate to charity 
or help those in need from time to time. Most people would frown on you and say that you're rather cruel or apathetic towards others, but let's be honest, you're stockpiling a resource that could also help you in the long run, and in the context of this quote, could help you live longer. And so I think there's a version of this quotation which implies almost from an evolutionary stance, do whatever it takes to live long, and wisdom will be one of the rewards towards the end of a long life, almost regardless of what you've done to get there, in the sense of the ends justify the means. But in contradiction to that interpretation, when I first found this quotation, the word we really stood out to me, because it's used three times in this rather short sentence. And to me, that emphasizes the importance of community and awareness of many human beings, all operating individually and often independent of one another, but, as this quotation implies, in a shared space and a shared world, and in many cases, a shared underlying human connection. That's a good point. Why say we? It could have been I. The longer I live, the more I find I am like other persons. Could be they. The longer they live, the more they find they are like other persons. Why we? I don't know if I have an answer, but I agree with you. It's interesting that Holmes used we. It's also interesting because he could have changed the tense of all of this. The longer we lived, the more we found that we were like other persons. It makes me wonder, did Holmes ever get to be a part of this group that found he was like other persons? Or was this just an idea he had that it was a possibility? Maybe he didn't even know when he wrote this quote if he would find that he was like other people. And I'm glad that you mention Holmes's life, because I think this quotation can also be viewed in a very different context. Not the longer we live as in many individuals, but we as a species throughout human history. I think this quotation could be used to argue that the longer humanity survives, the more empathetic we will become. And I'm probably projecting some of my own interpretation into this, but I am encouraged by the idea and the prospect of increased empathy over time. See, that's very interesting. I hadn't thought of it this way. If we're looking at it just for a single person's lifetime versus humanity as a species, as a historical sense. Could this quote be seen as the longer we live, the more we realize we are like other people from other countries or other backgrounds or races, religions, whatever that difference is? Could we come to this understanding that differences don't need to divide us? If we're focusing here on persons, I don't know if Holmes did mean for it to be a single entity, that he wanted us to only focus on an individual. That's why he uses we, the longer we live. I took it originally as being the longer I live. Even though he was using we, I was definitely focusing on myself and my own experiences. But I don't think he wants you to. I think he wants you to think of us as a species, even if you originally read it as just yourself. And before we close this episode, what would you like the audience to consider after listening to this discussion? I want our audience to think about what does it mean when we say other persons? Are these people that are similar to us that we'll interact with on an everyday basis? Or should it be that we're going out and trying to actively interact with others, truly other people, people who are different from us and what backgrounds we have? Also, I'm curious, what does living a full life look like to you? I think some people have a lot of preconceived notions with what a long and happy life means, but that's going to change from person to person. So I'm interested in hearing what living looks like to you. 
I'd also be really interested, as I know we're fortunate enough to have listeners of all ages, to hear what different listeners from different age groups think about this idea that we become more aware of likeness the older we get. I'd also love to know, for anyone listening, did you picture a certain age when you first heard this quotation? And finally, as I may ask throughout this series, what was your first interpretation of this quotation? And of course, as ever, we want this to be a conversation among, not simply a conversation between. Ours are only two voices, and we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter or on Facebook. You can also email us via strideandsaunter at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to the show as well as backing us on Patreon, where you can enjoy rewards like bonus episodes in exchange for your support. And as always, we thank you very much for listening. And from thought to word and voice to ear, this is Kip Clark signing off. And I'm Morgan Jaffe. See you next time.